the best thing his dog is like he he got so excited to do it and was so built up and then he couldn't finish and now he's just like uh, uh, I have blue vocals. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I really Does wish your girlfriend is the room while you were saying that because she would have made that hilarious. <laughs> Speaking of blue stuff. Welcome to Strange Tales from Outer Space. <laughs> As always, welcome to Strange Tales from Outer Space. We have a lovely... I said it three times, yes. People need to know this stuff. It is important. Okay, what, are, what, are, what are they listening to right now? Uh, tested. This is only a test. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. So this week we're going over Apple products and Mac products. Oh my god, please go. Please continue with the introduction. Just get through. I'm sorry, welcome to Wildstar Nation. We're no, back, bitches. No, no, no. that part out. For real, seriously. What podcast did I sign up for again? <laughs> so our special guest tonight, Scott Kurtz, is a woman. Oh my god. Spoiler. Stop. Stop it. We have to, can we start this whole thing over? That was, you're, you're no, this is absolutely. gold. We're going to keep it. Oh. We're doing it live. The guest says keep it. We keep it. We oh. are Strange Tales Matter Space for the fourth time. Thanks again for tuning in to us for another awesome week of Wildstar goodness. As always, my name is Doc and I lead the group. This week I have with us Krug. Hi, I'm Krug. I'm really cold and kind of hungry, but I'm doing a podcast you, anyways because I will love it. You live in California. This thing is cold. My room's cold. You go F yourself. <laughs> Indigo. Hello, and I'm not sad and depressing like Krug. <laughs> I have food. Does that make me less depressing? I'm going to eat some food right now and uh, Doc can keep And going. while you mute yourself and do that, we're going to introduce our lovely guest, Clover. Ahoy, hoy. <laughs> Good, he muted himself. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think he actually was. I didn't think so either. Okay. That, that face, though, that no one can see that's, on this recording. That's the face we see every sure. time. Yep. It's in my dreams in the scariest of ways. Anyways, what are we here to yep. do? Because clearly we've gotten off topic. <laughs> Were we ever on rails? We're, uh, we're talking about things. Uh, and things stuff. and stuff. So, Clover, how was your week last week? Uh, my week was good. I had a job interview and I have a new job that... Yeah! Oh, congratulations. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's second shift, and any hope I ever had of raiding with North American guilds has now been crushed. Oh, lame. <laughs> Still run with Oceania. Yeah. If they ever have the ping. <laughs> That's so... Why are you being so depressing about other people's situations? And there goes all three they... of our Oceanic listeners. No. <laughs> no, oh, you mean our... there goes all three of the Oceanic players, period. <laughs> Ow. Oh. oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway, Clover, you were saying? Um... No, that's that's my real week, and now I've been scrambling because I need to find a new car and grown-up problems and such. What do you do? What's the what are your responsibilities? Uh, I'm working for a franchise that is a bar and also teaches its patrons how to paint. So I get to stand up on stage and pretend to be what? Bob Ross and teach drunk thirty-somethings how to paint. <laughs> What? Where is a this? Where can I go? That is I'm so into it. <laughs> Why is this not here in California? Uh, it's someone... a New England based chain, but I think there's competitors. So there's probably one on the West Coast. I would have to go look, though. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So that sounds to me like somebody just had like a wall of business models and just took two darts and threw them at the wall and just like, okay, bar and painting. Studio. Okay, okay, I gotta make this work. And then they like wrote up a proposal and it was just... <laughs> It sounds like something Doc the art major would come up with. Hey, yeah, 
Doc the alcoholic art major. You know, <laughs> I told you guys about my harebrained scheme that I can't see on the podcast. I want to be stealing it, but uh, that's pretty awesome too. Almost You're as awesome as a bar from the slash. First thing to come up with that. Shut up! But it's not—it's not a bar <laughs> with painting aspects. That's actually really cool. Yeah, I'm into it. I, I yeah, you—you you pay your cover charge, and at the end of the night, you get to take home a 16 by 20 canvas of whatever you've put on it. Like you wow. actually. They have a calendar, and then there's all their paintings up there. So you find the one that you like, you sign up for it, and they attempt to teach you how to paint it. And from the pictures, most people do pretty well. That's <laughs> so not. awesome. 16 by 20 is huge. How do you yeah, get that cost? Uh, carefully. When you're drunk, you don't care how much it costs. <laughs> well, that's why they only use acrylic paint, which dries really, really fast. So oh. you're not bringing wet painting. Do home. you have uh, an art background? Is that how you? Yes, got that? I am also an art major. Illustration. Ah, we're Ooh. double screwed. <laughs> Let the freedom and creativity flow. Oh my God! Hey, you hey I got a job that uses my degree. I'm doing better than. <laughs> She's doing better than me. She's making money. You're an IT guy. Congratulations on uh, wasting your degree. Good job. To be fair, I also did IT for a while. So. <laughs> IT is a job that anyone can do, apparently. Wow, it's that's true. not true at all. That is absolutely categorically untrue. No, that is categorically true because you and it's I true. have that job. I got my job with no, – okay, how I got my IT job, I was doing. I was in another position in this company – and I saw the vice president staring at our server, which had crashed and had no idea what to do because the normal IT guy wasn't there. And I said verbatim, have you tried restarting it? <laughs> All of a sudden, I was a computer genius and I got hired as the new IT person. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That is awesome. I mean, I'm fairly computer literate, and it was mostly like 90%. Did you try restarting it? No, go nope. do it. And call you me back. You actually have to be that computer literate to simply say, Have you tried turning it back on and off? I yeah. fixed literally three problems today by turning something on and back off again. It was great. <laughs> Speaking... Suddenly, the IT crowd became a lot less funny and a lot more, <laughs> <laughs> a lot more sobering. Oh, God. Anyway, Ugh. Krug, how was your week last week? Uh, my week was good. I got onto PTR finally, and it was great. Uh, a lot of the changes that Indigo and you were talking about uh, hit me really hard, especially the aesthetic ones that Indigo was talking about. They were awesome. Uh, apparently, somebody went into the show notes and wrote, Krug hates his life and wants to cry. I don't know why. My life is pretty good, except for like the stuff that isn't, but who like cares car. about that stuff? Uh, I have a nice new car. I got a Chrysler 300C. Boom, boom. But that was a while really? ago. I just didn't mention it on this podcast because not many people know about cars, and I definitely don't know about cars. So all I can say is that it's a Chrysler 300Z. Boom. That's it. That's all I know about it. <laughs> um, so that was my uh, Wildstar week and my normal week. Uh, it was pretty good. It was fun times. I effing love the, the, the changes, and I can't wait to go through the content, but I'm trying to save most of it until live. That was my phone because I'm a consummate professional. Um, anyways... Indigo, how was your... Oh, no, no, no. Just because you're the one that fucked up by leaving their phone on doesn't mean you just get to swipe it over to me. <laughs> We're not! <laughs> just gonna pass it off. Right. Um, actually, so I, I sadly did not get to play as much Wildstar as I really wanted to because I was uh, house-sitting at my mom's house because she went to uh, a cruise or something. I don't know what she did. <laughs> I, I really don't. Don't you love that point in your life where your parents simply go, Hey, son and or daughter, we love you so very much, but we're going to go on a trip and your ass is watching my dogs. Yeah. 
So I I was staying at my mother's house, and of course I can't bring my tower with me. So I, t- I brought my my laptop, and my laptop's a Mac, so couldn't really play the Wild Star at all. So I got I did get to play a bunch of Hearthstone, and uh, uh, Baz and I played some Hearthstone. He uh, destroyed me uh, repeatedly. Uh, yep, it was bad, and then and this is the worst part is he was tweeting photos. Of the game while we were playing. Was he really? <laughs> and I was an idiot and I didn't turn around and look at the tweets to see what his hand was. And I was like, I'm a freaking idiot. Like, yeah, what is wrong are. with me? You are. You basically yeah. lost while he was showing you his hand. <laughs> Here, this is what I have. I'm going to play this next turn just so you know. Oh, look, I still won. Yeah. And then he gave you the finger. It was yeah. Great. So uh, that kind of sucked. But uh, yeah, we no Krug. We didn't get to, we didn't go in uh, PTR together, did we? No, we did not. We you... tried to, but you were having issues the other night. Oh yeah, I had this weird error that uh, it was like something like script failure on. It was just the the launcher. I didn't even get past the launcher, and it was like weird. script failure on this blah 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 blah. And I was like, uh, I don't want to deal with that, and I closed it, and I went. And played. So. I decided this week that I wasn't actually going to play live until um, until drop three happens. Really? And the reason there's, there's a legitimate reason, not just because I find that the content on PTRs is superior, but I figure if I sit there and, and legitimately play and try to break stuff, that it's going to give Carbine more error logs and they're going to be able to find problems quicker by having more people play it. I.e. the drop comes out sooner. So that's what I've been trying to do on PTR. Yeah. I'm trying to break Omnicore one, and so far I'm actually having a hard time doing it. So that's good. Yeah, it's awesome. pretty. It's pretty stable. It's I didn't. I didn't find too many issues. I mean, there's just couple hiccups that we had, but we couldn't necessarily. Uh, we we couldn't necessarily figure out if it was the game or the fact that I'm using an AMD processor. So. Oh gotcha. yeah, you, if you have that, it's hard to tell. Yeah, exactly. the optimization for the lose. Yeah, that's every but, game essentially. Yeah, Andy it's true. always lags behind on Intel with stuff like that. That's yeah, true. so I, I mean, I was, uh, I, I, that's what I've decided I'm going to do is I'm just going to try to push and and I want to get this drop out as good as possible, as quick as possible, because man, surfing through the forums, hello, oh yeah, oof. it's rough. Yeah. yeah. Well, good on you for being such a contributing part of the community you get a cookie yeah Yay, cookies he got pie <laughs> yeah i did have pie i had pumpkin pie oh nice oh, that sounds so good. Mm. Yum, 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 yum. and as yeah. for me i did not get no a chance asked. to play yeah no, no one i don't know no why you're asked. talking so moving on to the strange Anyways, of the week. <laughs> so this week i actually didn't get a chance to play as much as i wanted to i was busy putting on a rock show uh for those of you who luck- who definitely don't care about me which i totally agree with uh, i me. do a sh- i have a, have a band we put out a video and we do a show uh, in southern california ish area called the nerd rockers ball and we actually got affiliated with kamikaze weekend this weekend for halloween weekend and uh we went to this place called the lexington i spent my whole friday night drinking way too much with my girlfriend woke up with a hangover figured what's the best way to cure a hangover more drinking wow you're it was a genius move, wasn't it? No, uh, I yeah, it's great. Don't listen to him. So, so I, so I, I have dr- photos of him in Vegas, passed out with food stacked on his head. Don't <laughs> okay, <listen to> but <laughs> where are these photos? Where can we watch them? Because that's different. Because of the moving on to the next. So, how was your week? Someone 
That was... <laughs> <laughs> so I drink some more. We do this show, and I ended up. Um, we always do dress ups for Nerd Rocket for Halloween. Last year we did all Scott Pilgrim. I was Stefan Styles, and this year, the week before, I text my guys and I'm like, "Hey guys, what are we dressing up for this week?" And I got one word: Elaine. Now, Elaine? that was the look I had on my face—that look of what is what, like what the hell is Elaine? And uh, our, our our intrepid uh, lead singer says Seinfeld, and I uh, thought that's this is my personal thought. That's exactly what I want to dress up to, to a comic book convention, a character from a mid-1990s sitcom. <laughs> so wait, did you all dress up as Elaine from Seinfeld? No. Uh, they oh. all got to pick their characters before they told me. So oh. I had to dress up as Elaine. <laughs> we know who drew the short straw. I drew the short straw. Our drummer ended up playing Kim Pines last year, but that also was thematically correct. Please, so I Please give me a picture of that. Please Talk to my girlfriend. She's got video. I'm so into that. I'm so gonna. <laughs> oh my god, that's not what I meant. I meant I'm. Well, just... Krug. Hello, say that. <sighs> what? No, no. Under you no know. circumstances will that happen. <laughs> anyway, please leave that. <laughs> so we have this awesome show. I still have a hangover the next day, and uh, just just because I like, I'm a glutton for punishment. I'm drinking about a nice big flask of uh, Tennessee honey okay. whiskey because it's, sure. it's gorgeous and amazing. Look at me, Jack. But other than that, other than that, a lot of designing stuff and well, unfortunately a little bit of Wildstar. I, I want to play more in general. Now I have more time to. Now that I'm not doing that stuff. That's my week. But moving on now, we're doing the Strange Tales of the Week. And for those of you that didn't know, this is the week of November 3rd. And on Thursday the 5th? 6th? 7th? 6th. 6th. Thank you. Nope. No one help him. Stop. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I know that you two share a brotherhood in art and paint and whatever, but we let Doc drown, all right? That's how we play this game. The show is not fun unless Doc loses himself. Anyway, this Thursday, someone is carpooling your two asses (laughs) down to Carbine and Aliso Viejo because they're having a community roundtable session, and they had an RSPP for it, and luckily enough... Uh, all three hosts, unfortunately, Clover, I don't think you're able to make it on time. Uh, yeah, last minute uh, tickets from East Coast to West Coast, very expensive, not in my budget. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you've nope. got a totally job painting for drunk people. You have totally got the money. It's <laughs> <laughs> rolling in it. But we're all going to be going down to Lisa Viejo, so we're going to be hearing stuff that we should be hearing and stuff we shouldn't be hearing and asking questions that are way too easy and questions that no one's going to ever answer us. And we'll come back with some stuff that we can talk about and stuff we can't talk about. Yep, and we are not going to talk about the stuff we can't talk about because then Carbon will hate us. And we're also not Donatelli. Because then Carbine will hold up the NDA and be like, hey, remember when you signed this? What's up yeah. with what do you – money. And then they'll just don't, – Don't mess with NDAs and big scary lawyers. Don't they'll do just it. Take very true. It's very Krug true. Krug and I have Those to guys sign them out. on a regular basis. Yeah. It's, <laughs> so good. hopefully – I know a bunch of people were able to get into the RSVP. I even heard one guy coming from the U.K., supposedly oh wow yeah. well i mean they're kind of doing a pretty cool thing so they're not just like hey here's our stu-. like it's not like you're just going there they're putting you in one room and then like saying here here's a photo like like what they're doing is that they're bringing you there they're feeding us they're giving us uh shirts and then they're we're getting a, a full tour of their entire location they're buying and then, our, our money yeah and then they're turning around and I, we haven't really 
figured it out. I know we we were going back and forth of what we thought was going to happen, but either they're going to have scheduled like rooms that are going to be talking about different things, or they're going to be picking the top three or four things that people want to hear about. And then uh, doing those. Yeah, we asked Tony, and his response was a little of both or something like that. And I was like, pretty much yes. Tony, what does Mm -hmm. that even mean? What? Okay, he just doesn't want to tell us. Whatever, that's fine. (laughs) We can't (laughs) tell you what we're going to be talking about, but it'll be an interesting conversation. And hopefully, we get to ask some questions that we get actual answers to. And honestly, I I see this. Some people are like, oh, this is just them trying to like save face and and prey on BlizzCon, but. I think it's a, a pretty opportunistic time to get people who are going to be down in the area. Who said that? BlizzCon? BlizzCon is that? A few people yeah, but, online. But again, this isn't happening this weekend. This is happening Thursday. It also ends at 3 p.m. Yeah. I'm just repeating what I hear. <laughs> They're banking on the people who already came in early for BlizzCon and have nothing to do on Thursday and may or may not play both games. It's a damn smart move, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. It's just I don't think praying is the right word. Like they're gonna like there attack. Were... It's, it's opportunistic, but why wouldn't you? Yeah, I and know. I don't know how it's many a good people marketing expect decision. there either. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it makes sense to like if somebody's gonna be down here for BlizzCon, that oh they should come here too and check us out. But uh, first of all, I don't think it's gonna be nearly the volume of BlizzCon. I think it. I'm expecting like forty people. Oh yeah, that's they kind of what's in what my the... head. They said very limited, but they didn't actually say what the cap was. Did yeah, they? they did not say what the cap was, and they didn't say yeah, it, like they they told us nothing. We know we know no information whatsoever, other than these are possible topics of which we may or may not talk so about. My thought is those of us who are not carpooling are gonna wait in front of the convention center. They're gonna see a giant beat up van, and then Tony comes out with a burlap sack for each person's head, <laughs> <laughs> and a club. Says if you take this off, I'm gonna hit you really hard. This is our NDA, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and after you love. sign it, Pappy's gonna spoil the entire storyline. <laughs> yep, he just stares at you straight in the face and goes, "I dare you to say something." On <laughs> I'm also the lawyer. He just pulls out a gun. <laughs> Uh, so I actually have an interesting idea. So since we're going to go there, we're probably going to have the opportunity to ask a bunch of questions. I think it would be nice to open up to the community and say, hey, guys, if you guys want us to ask anything, no promises, since obviously we don't have nearly as much information about this uh, as we could. Um, let us know if you want us to ask something, and we will totally ask it for you. Uh, leave it in a comment on this on this podcast or send it to us in an email or put it on our Twitter, put it on our Facebook or what indigo you're making weird hands. I, 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 I was no, 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 that wasn't that. That was me go like collecting my thoughts. Uh, I, I would also like to say that uh, just because you asked a question does not mean that we're uh, going to be able to even remotely think yes. about telling you. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> here's, here's expect an answer. What I'm, pl- uh, what I'm planning on doing is afterwards compiling a list of the answers to all the questions the community submitted and sending it to Tony and saying, hey, these are the questions we got asked. These are the answers you gave. Can we talk about these things? And if he says no to any of them, we can't talk about them and we won't. And when he says yes to things, that's the stuff we're going to talk about. Contrary so to popular belief, that. we are kind of professional-ish. Yeah, contr- <laughs> I have a job. I believe we're pirates. Space Pirate Podcast, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's move on because we've yes. spent a lot of time talking about this. So, uh, question. There is a big live update. A lot of you guys have already noticed if you've played the game the last few days. The PvP to PvE transfers, and vice versa, PvE to PvP, are going to be on and will stay on for the, quote, foreseeable future. Now, I saw a different quote. I saw that they're going to stay on indefinitely, which means they don't know when... 
could be tomorrow, could be a year from now that they take them down. So I'm going to throw this out there, and you, anyone who's listening can take this with a grain of salt, or they can treat it as the word of God. Um, I, I would presume, if you're going to make a server transfer, that you're not going to have the opportunity to transfer back. Because I think... That's a safe uh, assumption to make. Yeah, yeah, it's a safe one. And I, I think you should do that. Because if you're going to go from PvP to PvE, but you want to have a PvP server, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, I'd think twice. Because you were saying, Clover, that the you, you were talking about the cooldown for a transfer being some period of time I, that's quite long. I think it's, a, like, after you transfer one character, that character has to stay wherever you move them to for one week before they can transfer again. That's how transfers were in general when you were still paying for them. I don't know if that has changed or not. So if they're the same and it's still a week and in between the week or in the middle of the week that you're cooling down, they decide to remove the transfers, kind of SOL. So just just take that advice and do with it what you will. It's your choice in the end. Make whatever choice you you No, real quick. What do you guys think about this? I I kind of have an optimistic view on this and I think this is actually a pretty cool way for people to hop on to other servers. Like right now, the Warhound committee... It was a Warhound committee that, that did a lot of weekend or special events. Like, they did the Warhound Massacre, the stuff that happened Halloween weekend. Uh, they did the Battle of Farside. And if, say, you're on Entity, on NA, and you want to g- participate, being able to take advantage of the transfer and just wait a week and go back seems like a pretty fun idea. I mean, you can go there, take full advantage of the event, just play there for a bit and go, okay, cool, I'm ready to transfer back and go back. That's my thought. I think that is completely horrible and toxic for the environment. Explain. Okay, so if that's what ends up happening and a ton of people move over for just the event and then leave, then there is literally no point of having two servers. Fair point. Because that means that PvP events will only – because the amount of people – we're implying that a decent amount of people are going to move from a PvE server to a PvP server for a short amount of time and then back. If it's one or two people, it's not a big deal, not a huge thing. But if it's a large quantity of people that are going back and forth, what it's saying is that the PvP server is dead, doesn't really exist unless there's an event. So it's completely community-driven to have these events that can, in fact, happen on a PvE server by saying, we're going to have this huge PvP event, flag yourself and join these raid groups and do it. You can do these events on PvE servers, but the whole fun about it being on a PvP server is that it just kind of happens and you can do it anytime. So moving back and forth you know, randomly to do these events – I completely disagree with it. I think you should, I think you should make one, maybe two moves. You should, if you're not sure about being on a PvP server and you're you you started on PVE and you move over and realize you hate it, move back. No big deal. But I I, I think just making the one move is what really needs to happen. And the fact that they're keeping it open kind of makes me feel that they're waiting to see where the majority of people are going and then just kind of moving everyone to that server. Yeah, so the 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 whole choice of making or the whole choice of choosing PvP server is like a risk, isn't it? Like, oh, I could join this PvP server and be awesome and kill everyone, or I could join this PvP server and realize that I'm not as good as I thought I was, and I could lose a lot and die and have a really tough time questing because everyone's ganking me. I think kind of think that's a choice you should commit to, because whether you're bad or good, it, if all the bad PvPers leave, it's just going to slowly dwindle the population of that server down until it's like 
the two best players just fighting each other. I mean, that's an exaggeration, but do you, do you see what I'm saying? Like, if people can go get frustrated because they're dying and then just ditch, that's it's not going to foster people getting better, first of all, because they're just going to take their frustration and say, oh, I can um, relieve my frustration immediately by just going to PvE. And they're going to go to PvE. And then the next group of people will be, oh, I don't have any lower-level people to kill because they all want to PvE. I'm going to go to PvE, and then they're going to go to PvE. And that's not... A for sure trend, but it's a possible trend, and it's one that I'm not totally okay with if it happens. What do you think, Clover? Uh, I think the reason they opened it that way in the first place is because when the only transfer, like, you know, when you could only go from PvE, uh, sorry, PvP to PvE, and then you were stuck, a lot of the bigger guilds who were, you know, fighting the roster boss, and some of them still are, said, well, we can't get all these people who are interested on PVE servers to join our server because they can't, they're blocked. So we're going to take our whole guild and transfer PVE. So a bunch of these guilds went over there and then the PVP servers were like, um, hello, we're dead. We have no guilds. So I'm wondering if half the reason they did it, leaving it open indefinitely was to allow those guilds, if they want to be back in that PVP environment, to take their whole guild and move back and open up big recruitment pools. Now, what would be the difference between leaving it open indefinitely and offering everyone a free, just singular, transfer server if wanted, if they wanted to? People are extremely indecisive. I, I don't know. <laughs> now, I actually ended up, because I wanted to see how long the cooldown was, I did transfer Doc last week over to PvP, PvE. I'm probably going to go back, but I, I think that you guys have a very fair point, and I'm only looking at it from one angle, and it's I've, to a degree, it is a short-sighted angle. I like the idea of the community being like, oh, we're going to be able to participate in these events if we're not locked out from them, but I, but I can I can actually easily see where it's like, whoa, wait a minute, this is going to throw everything out of whack. On the bright side, say you have a longtime PvP player who has a fairly high character that doesn't want to re-roll, Having that week trial period where you're actually locked into a different server can let them go, okay, do I like this environment? Do I not like this environment? And to be honest, most players probably won't transfer a character more than once or twice. So even though it is an indefinite time period, it'll stay up. I don't think there'll be as many people that are just going to go, okay, week one, this one. Week two, this one. Week three, this one. Go back and forth and back and forth. Well, here's the problem that I see, and, and this is one that I, that Carbine actually touched on in their their post about this. Um, so there are people that will go to a PvE server, roll a character, level it to 50, and then move it to a PvP server so that they can have the leveling experience be easy but then have all the you know fun of a PvP server with like the community events and all the blah, 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 blah. Um, I'm worried about that because specifically just because they didn't give a timeline for when they're going to close it because they can just be like, uh, yoink, you can't do it anymore. And then all these characters that are like 48, 47 are stuck on this PvE server, and that's not where the owner of the character wants to be. So what are they going to do? Like, just pay $20? Probably not. Like, a lot of people don't really do that. Are they going to just roll another character? Probably not, because 47 levels is a huge time investment for a lot of people. Are they just going to leave? Hopefully not, because uh, I don't like to see people leave for silly reasons like um, uh, I can't transfer my character from this server to that server. And granted, that's not the way Carbine intended those transfers to be used, but that doesn't mean people aren't going to do it. So that's that's another thing that I'm worried about with this whole thing. And really, my whole worries just stem from they didn't give a time when it's going to go away. I, I, at the very least, I hope they give a good buffer for when they say, hey, these are going away. 
in a week or in three weeks. Not, yeah, hey, these are going away tomorrow morning. And Carbine love them, but they have had a problem. Like, hey, guys, we're going to do it a thing, and we gave you seven hours notice. What? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. everyone checks the forums on an hourly basis. True. <laughs> Well, let's move and, on. And to, I mean, oh, well, I mean, I was just make one other comment. I mean, opening up, I think the, the best idea was it, that the fact that they did open up transfers to go from PVE to PVP, because in my personal opinion, I love the character from one to 50 in a PVP server. And if someone levels their character up from 50 or from, from one to 50 in a PVE and moves it over, I really don't give a shit. Like there are some people that are, are very <laughs> upset that people can and, and are going to do that. And I don't think it matters at all because once you hit 50, that, that, that whole PVP world PVP stuff is completely different at level 50 than it is at yeah, any it's other the start level. of a whole new game. And I totally agree with you. Me personally, totally agree with you. I don't care at all. If people use it for that reason. Plus a fresh 50 on a PVE server going to PVP doesn't have all the gear he needs to survive for a little while, which makes him an easy target. And not only that, as you, I mean, when we joined the game and leveled up, it wasn't, a, it was, there was a ton of people there that we were getting ganked by and having problems with. But now have you guys tried to make a new character and, and level it? There's no world PVP until level 50. And that's because population issues or the people, the fact that no one's making alts or that there's that also, no. That also goes with the games in general. A lot of games when they have PVP server, PVP just kind of shifts slowly to the end game eventually anyway. Mm -hmm. Which yeah. is weird because I feel like now the lull in between content patches, this is a great time to level an alt because if you've got yeah. nothing else to yeah. do, there you go. Yeah. Try something yeah, new. I made an alt. I made a stalker, I think, right? Yeah, I have a stalker. I made a stalker for the I think I got into level zero to 50. 14 or something? I, don't I got know. an engineer for 0 to 50. Nice. Yeah, I what? ended up, the Ooh. 0 to 50 stream, I actually ended up rolling on chat. I'm like, hey, is it starting? And uh, time travel's like, yes. Okay, cool. I started 0, I made the character, and I caught up to Tony within 45 minutes. <laughs> oh, poor Tony. From 0 to 7 in 45 minutes, I even told time travel, ha, oh. I made it, I'm in the stream, there we are. <laughs> That's hilarious. Anyway, moving on. Unfortunately, the PvP leaderboards have been temporarily postponed, and um, the PvP community is understandably upset at this. To be honest, I personally don't look at the leaderboards, so I don't, as horrible as me to say this, I'm like, oh well, considering that there's not much big change happening right now, I'm okay with that. If they're proposed for a little bit longer, let the drop happen, let that settle in, and then bring it back in, but that's my opinion on it. Uh, my issue is is that I didn't realize that PvP was still occurring. That too. <laughs> I mean, it's it's how long does it take to get a fucking queue? I mean, it's no one too like long. Yeah, no one wants to play PvP because they're like, oh well, everything's going to change. They're going to reset this and do all this other crap. And so because all of this, all of these rumors are happening, no one's playing PvP. So it's just it's just a nightmare. I mean, there are some <laughs> the first post in the thread. After the after Tony's post was uh you could just copy paste last week's keyboard or last week's leaderboard it would be very accurate. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. Ouch, dude! Oh, damn. Calm down. Simmer down, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> he might have a point though. I mean, it does. <laughs> and the fact that they've pushed the that itemization change and that PVP stuff to the to after drop three. Might as well just say goodbye to PvP for a long fucking while. At least to a competitive PvP environment. 
Well, I, I can't even get a, a just a pickup game. Like I pug just non rated and it's you know, at unknown at level fifty. Like that's insane. Have you tried on your alts at all? Because I don't think I have. On, on my alts, alts? Not, not that bad. Oh bullshit. Well, on my, well, honestly, <laughs> when I played my warrior, I was still getting like three three to five minute cues. Oh, oh, oh. And she's what only level range? like 38, 38 yeah. to 49, 30 to 49. Okay, my level 35 medic was unknown, and I was getting like 35-minute cues. But I was times. always hitting wow. Tiki. I, I never hit anything else. I just hit random. Pick what – I don't give a shit. Mm. Pick, give me the first PvP match I want Yeah, except random play. 9 out of 10 times gives you Wallatiki. Yeah, yeah. Hitting random is basically hitting Wallatiki with I, like I 1 in 20 so chance fast. of getting – De- uh, Bloodstone. Blood, blood I got a yeah, Daggerstone pass last week and it was awesome. Oh, I'm so envious of you right now. I've, I, I've played it all of two times on live. <laughs> I've literally played it one time on live. One time. And it was It's fun. so much fun though. It was it super is, fun. It's honestly in general one of my favorite battlegrounds in a game. Something about it. It, it is was just... really well done. Yes. Well, and there are certain communities which I really love. I believe um, Wildstar Core. They sit there and they say, "Hey, this Friday is PvP night, and we are going to queue for Daggerstone all night. That's all we're going to do is queue oh Daggerstone." God, I need one of those. Yeah, and so you have a higher chance of of playing Daggerstone, uh, and that's really cool and that's really awesome, but. Typically. Again, it's the community pushing to keep the game alive, not the game pushing the community to stay alive. <laughs> but well, I, I until they the put co- incentives in, that's kind of the best we can do right now. Speaking right. of incentives, in Ooh. Drop 3, there is a big incentive coming in for PvP. Uh, interestingly enough, they're like, oh no, PvP is not going to be that active. I kind of say wait until you hear this because runic modules are going to drop from PvP bags in Drop 3. Runic modules can, if I believe I'm correct can contain either runic elemental fluxes or elden runic fluxes or some junk like that. Either the elden or the runic. And you need those to re-roll and to get your runes. So that's kind of nice. Now, even this, it is considered group content for rune counts. And depending on if it's a battleground arena or a war plot, they have different drop rates. It is a 10 to 25% chance for a win in a battleground or arena, a 5 to 15% chance for this to drop for a loss, and... If you're in a war plot, a win guarantees you a runic module with a chance for two runic modules. Boom. Although, then you have to be in a war plot, which is hard enough to do. And people are starting to make more war plots. They're starting to get war plot groups together. And this, uh, honestly, with the runic module, I can kind of see people really going for that now. For the first 10 minutes until they got all of their gear corrected. Well... That. <laughs> well, from the people who did true. the war plot events recently, there was a lot of good feedback on it. Like, aside from everyone said, "Yeah, the first time we went in, I have no idea what I'm doing," but <laughs> by the second or third game, like, "Oh, oh, this is fun. This is a cool thing. We should do this more." It's yeah, a phrase I'm mean, hearing a lot lately. This game, I, I hear war plot <laughs> war plots are amazing. The issue is, is that I, I don't think they've ins- I don't think they've added uh, random. Um, or pugged war plots yet have they no they have not, not. i not actually yet. tried to get in on the event last week and i had an adventure kind yeah of. really like, <laughs> Tell us so about that. A, well so a bunch of us on entity hanging around fade and nothing else is going on so we're like hey guys warhound is doing that war plot thing it's cross server let's get a war party together yeah that sounds great so we get it all together first you have to you know 
get all the people in your raid. Then all those people in the raid also have to be in the war party, but you can only have one war party as opposed to having like multiple circles or what have you. So if you're not in the war, all in the war party, you can't queue. Once you queue, you ha we had a problem where someone in our group was either in the war plot itself when they shouldn't have been yet or was queued for something else. And there's 40 <laughs> people in this group. It doesn't tell you who is screwing up your queue. <laughs> oh, no. So you got to go, okay, who's the one guy that's still queued for Storm Talon? We're trying to do some kind of roll call, and it's going absolutely <laughs> nowhere. So we said, okay, someone's AFK not paying attention. Screw it. Let's disband the war party, and we'll reform. You cannot leave the war party when someone is involved in a match. I have not been able to leave this war party what? for three days. Oh my <laughs> because God. every time I log in, no. that war party still exists, and people are still in it, and somebody's queued for something, and I cannot leave. What the heck? Oh, I no. But I have not actually been in a war plot yet because the queue can't actually go into That's a game. Mess. That's, That's a that is amazing. No. Someone you... needs to fix that UI like right now, please. <laughs> totally. Did anyone submit a ticket for that? Because that sounds like at least five of us did, including myself. <laughs> Okay, good, because that's that's just unacceptably well, silly. He submitted tickets, bugs, and I think someone actually put a whole big write-up either on Reddit, the forums, or both. Oh my goodness, that's well, crazy. That's I'm sorry, but I'm laughing at your pain right now. That is hilarious. No, I'm, it's funny to me now. I was bummed because I was like, man, I really want to try a war plot, but it's kind of funny and how terrible it is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, well, when you get a chance to get in a war plot, you could possibly get a ruin uh, a ruining module. Sounds great. <laughs> so on other news, uh, JTAL was talking about progression went on the forums, and he actually admits that solo progression needs work in the game. Now, a lot of people are saying, you know, hey, it's kind of hard. Or one one person was saying as an example, like, hey, I'm trying to do my dailies and whatnot, and I'm not terribly geared, but I'm not horrible, but I can't get anything done because these super geared people are sitting there and blowing through the content and I'm I'm not grouped with them and I'm not and I have to compete with them for resources if they're cross faction. I can't do anything. I'm not competitive with these guys right now. And what's there's why I, I get on to play and have fun, but I can't keep up and I can't get my content done and Jaytel's like, Look, yeah, we have our progression, we love our progression, but the progression is lacking especially when the gap becomes a little bigger between players and we're looking to with drop three, add more solo progression, you know, with Omnicore one and from drop four and beyond as well. So it's, it's an, it's another, it's, it's carbon, you know, once again saying, Hey, we, we get it. We understand this wasn't the issue. Now it is. And we totally understand that. And we are, we are desert listening. Uh, and we're working on that. And I, it's, it, it's just one of those things where I didn't think about it because I'm not horribly geared myself. I'm kind of like in the middle. So I never really had the issue of, of really losing out of resources other than bugged eggs and, and Badlands. <laughs> and he did also talk in that post where he was uh, apologizing. He actually apologized for the solo progression, which I thought was interesting. Uh, he talked about contracts uh, very briefly by acknowledging that they exist. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hopes and, then, and then he... Like, the second I saw con contracts in the paragraph, I was like, oh, oh, oh. And then he says, I don't want to detail them just yet. And I'm like, uh, oh, come on, dude. Come on. Talk about contracts more. Uh. But no. No such luck, unfortunately. Mm. But, 
That's what we've got. And it's good to know that they are still keeping up with us, even with the changes that happened recently and listening to us. They're not just saying, okay, we're going to turtle in and not do anything. And then just, here you go, guys. We are still in, the, in this together. And uh, let's see what else we got here for the week. Oh, yeah. Lormageddon returns. <laughs> and we, it's got to be our final installment for the races. In this case, we've got Exiles and Cashins. And basically... Whoa, 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 wait. No, we what? need Draken and Mordash. Oh, yeah, we do need... No, Draken were done already. Wait, not Draken. Um, Mordash, who's right? Missing? No. It was Granok and Chua for the first one. Granok and Chua, Orin... No. Orange, oh, wow. orange this is the third. This is the third installment, and since there's only six races, math, boom, boom. They do two classes every time. They've done three times. There are six classes. Three times two is six. It took two there's, art majors to get this wrong. Just saying, they're done. There's eight races, though. Well, kind of, because Exiles and Cassians are the same, but not really. Or eight races. Where do you get eight from? I want to hear this. Cassian, Draken. Chua, Makari, Mordish, Granok, Orin, Human. I can count. Boom. Suck Screw it. Guys. Suck oh. it, Krug. Suck it. Oh, there's six classes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Like, yeah. I'm, just gonna, I'm just going to mute my mic for the rest of the podcast. Well, no, no, no. Just unsubscribe. These people don't play this fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> so, hold on. I, I would like to go back, though, for the, re- the original reason why I was stopping Doc. Uh, what two races... I thought we got all of them. No, no, no. I want you to tell me what two races are being talked about this week. The Exile Humans and Cassians. One more time. The Exile Humans and Cassians. Cassians? Yeah, the Cassians. No, the Cashews. Yeah, the, the Cashews? The, the, the humans and the Cashews. Uh. <laughs> the Exile Humans and the Cashews, right? Oh, can I call you guys that now as an insult? <laughs> <laughs> I would we, not take hey, that as an insult. Hashtag, hashtag cashews. Hashtag cashews. <laughs> we'll live up that cashew life. Cashew for life, mother. Cashew for life. Did you guys read master this race, yet? yo? I, <laughs> cashew master. <laughs> cashew master. Is not bad. That's the hashtag. I'll, I'll back that one up. I'll tar- that's, that should be a new guild for us. Hashtag cashew master master race. Actually, it's a lot of it's really covered in game already. Just their basic attitudes. They are the more prevalent races in the game. In fact, most of the Dominion culture you see in the game is Cassian or Cassian or Cashew. It's mostly Cashew. Cassian. It's mostly Cassian. Cashew stuff. For fuck's so, sake. So Cashews, are, so Cashews are the ones that are, are leading the charge onto Nexus. And Exile Humans are, are an offshoot of that. The ones that, you know, said, hey, this is wrong. We're not part of this bullshit. And I always thought the mo- most fun part of this Lormageddon stuff is the relations. And having, you know, the Cashews ties to everything else and what they think about it is pretty fun. And, uh... Yeah, uh, not not now. I want now I want peanuts. I hate you. I haven't read this one. I have read the the past ones. Uh, Krug would say I probably can't read anyways, and I'm just yep. making it up. Yep. But <laughs> uh, I'm actually looking forward to it because usually human races are the most played characters in an MMO and the most boring. And the most boring. I was gonna say. Yeah. I, I think it's because people enjoy looking at themselves or imagining themselves play. You know, there was actually a study of years ago, and I don't remember the link, I don't remember the article, but the, the this is my um, gathering of it, my my uh, paraphrasing of it. It was that humans are mostly played, there is that, people want to see themselves, but also because the human races in most of these games are the most blank slate lore-wise and culture-wise. They're, 
there are proxy into the world and as such because they're so easily identifiable and not as well developed as other races in the games they tend to be the most played because you, you pretty much are just a proxy for yourself in that case mm-hmm. it's i don't, I don't yep. know why but i like the fact that Cash but dog can't Doc can't give you a source or a, a, any inkling was, of where he God, found it. It was back in like TBC that I read that. And it was really interesting. It was like fucking eight years ago. Get off my nutsack. <laughs> wow. Yeah, reliable. That's that's a, a huge reliable. Actually, uh, I read an article. I don't remember where it was or what it was about, but it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> I was legitimately like... That was insightful. Oh, you're being a sarcastic asshole. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> the I'm only article that I've read about um, people that play MMOs and stuff like that and their character choices was like the percentage of like women that play male, male characters and the percentage of males that play female characters. There's a significantly higher quantity of men that play female characters than there are females that play male characters. Which I thought that was kind of an interesting, like... So now that begs the question. What about... Well, we have a girl here with us. Do you hey. have any male characters? Yes, I do. Now, is there... What are your reasons for rolling one? Is it just simply, I want a male character for this race? Is there a, a notion of, like, this kind of character needs this kind of sex? Or do you like looking at the aesthetics of it? Uh, full disclosure, I am one lady. My opinion does not represent that of all ladies. That was not but, true. But I, not like, true. <laughs> but I like hearing the one opinion. <laughs> You're the only lady ever. Well, in in my husband's case, um, he plays both male and female characters, just depending on what he feels like that day. But, you know, he's always joked in MMO, you know, I'll play a female character because if I have to stare at a character's butt all the time in third person view, I want to stare at his butt I like looking at. I have said that that so many times. (laughs) I don't know why, but I have a really weird aversion to playing female characters. Like, I feel like I'm lying to everyone. Like, really? Look at me. I'm a No, I'm actually a kind of hairy dude. Uh, Apparently, apparently approximately 15 percent of males play female characters and um only about five percent of females play male characters those numbers seem super low and by play them it's more in reference to actually like your main character being a female uh, or a male not an alternate character gotcha um I mean, I have both male and female characters. Uh, so the reason why I choose the female character is because I think the armor looks better on them uh, as that specific class and race. So, like, I think the female warrior armor armor looks really good on Draken characters versus, like, female Cassian characters. I can't stand the way the armor looks on them. So I will always play a male Cassian, but I will play a female Draken for a warrior. Like, Stalker's... I'll play a male dragon. Uh, I mean, but it's it's different based off of how I view the top tier armor will look on the character. But I have definitely used the uh, I, I'm gonna stare at someone's butt. I might as well stare at something I'm gonna enjoy. <laughs> I, never, I've definitely used that. That never crossed my mind when I picked a race on care or picked a sex on characters. Mine was all thematics. You know, I want this mage type character, and in this head, my, this character has this kind of personality. It's the RP person in me. So like, well, and I think about it. It makes more sense if this character is a male character. Like, mm-hmm. my warrior is female, but I have a whole backstory in my head on this character. And to me, having that character rolled out and how I interact as that character, it makes sense that it's a female. Honestly, yeah. I can understand why you guys don't put your characters in your own likeness. I mean, I do put my characters in my own likeness, like my, my skin tone and my, my facial hair and stuff like that. Uh, but that's specifically because I'm super, super sexy. And you guys kinda... <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
I'm just kidding. I do make my characters in my likeness, though. I don't know why. I, I'm not, like, narcissistic or anything. I like I just, how like, we totally just stole the, the, the question we were asking Clover, too. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm egotistical. Yeah, no. I do know that quite. <laughs> I deal with that on a daily, secondly basis. We have well, a narcissist, an egotistical maniac, and, and a self-deprecator. Instead of talking about how how much of horrible human beings we are, why don't we just, as a good host, say, so back to what Clover was saying. Okay. <laughs> uh, my, my main is a female Orin, and in any game, if there's like a tree hugger nature race, I tend to play that just because I like the aesthetic Right, because the orange aesthetic in general is like, woo, stained glass windows, plants everywhere, everything's fancy and art nouveau, <laughs> yay, gimme, gimme. But you know, like I played a Torin in WoW from uh, vanilla through Cataclysm, and sometimes awesome. Night Elf. Yeah, yeah. Well, Torin are amazing. Um, but no, like I love the Granok lore. I love the Chua animations. I I hate the Chua lore wise because rest in peace, Elderroot. But the, oh, whoever is the lead animator on the Chua puts so much love and attention into them, and I can't help but love them. They're adorable little psychopaths, really? and I like playing one. They're, I'm sorry, when they land from a jump, they're like... A little they, roll, it's great! No, it takes like seven years. I like it the jump feels roll. Like I, it's pretty cool. I feel like a character can take me from full health to zero health before that animation ends. Have you seen their new mount animation? They're like fucking b-boy it up. Like, That's really cool. That's really, really cool. I'm so into that. Yeah, I'm with Although, Two animations the, are the best. Not the, not the landing. First of all, timing-wise, I'm like 99% sure they're all the same exact length. No, absolutely. Oh, maybe timing-wise, but it feels... It it's the feels reason why I... It feels longer from the way it looks. I do it's, get that. Yeah, it's the only reason I wasn't able to play a Torn in WoW is because it felt like I it was like took me three years to walk the same. You distance. feel like you're running slower even though you're not. Yeah, yeah. I thought that when I because I played a Granok for the entirety of beta and then I played a Cassian on live and when I first came into the world I was like, this character's so fast. Playing a male Granok, you feel like you don't move. Yeah, you're slowly like being blown by the wind as you like stand there. It's really really unbearably <laughs> slow when your torso is that freaking huge i don't know how you animate the legs running to actually move. <laughs> i don't know how it works well, it's, it's totally worth looking like a total beefcake though you're just like <laughs> i'm a grand <laughs> <laughs> but no, i, don't, I, I have played a male kill things <laughs> i have played male characters in the past when I don't think it's so bad now, or maybe it's not just for me, but there were times in WoW, you're playing a female character, someone comes up to you, hey, baby, you got a real sexy avatar. I'm like, oh, uh, uh, dude, that's you're real? gross. Really? That, it, this happened in like 2005-ish. I like to think we've moved on from that. Oh, it has yeah. not happened to me in Wildstar, and I pray that it never does. But yeah, you roll a male character, people leave you the hell alone. <laughs> so that also then begs the question, have you ever been on the receiving end of just uncomfortableness from the, from oh, the gay population? Yes. Not not in Wildstar yet. I say yet because I'm not that optimistic. <laughs> uh, no, well, in WoW, I, I had a creepy dude who like tried to get me to break up with my boyfriend because he's like, no, nah, baby, I can really take care of you. I'm like, oh, you're gross. I'm blocking you everywhere. I can pay all oh, your man. repair bills, honey. Wow. <laughs> all of your repair bills. I just got that. Like, <laughs> wait, in like real life, like her sink, I don't understand. Like repair bills? What do you mean? Oh, I get it. 
that's, uh, just, that's, that that's super weird. And I mean, I hear stories like that online and I'm just like, nah, that can't really happen. That's super weird. And then people like you would come and tell me it's for realsies and it kind of scares me a little bit. And I really hope that, that these are all like really awkward misunderstandings between some guy who like was just saying like, Hey, how's your day going? And some girl who's like, Oh God, he's hitting on me. And it just gets really awkward. And then I think like, Oh my God, what if that's happened with me at one point? Like, what if I've just been trying to be nice to someone and they're like, Oh my God, there's this creepy guy on the internet. And he said, hi. And it totally, I got the vibe. You know what I mean? And I know like, you're probably fine. Th- this particular probably story fine. Hold on. Can we take that again? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. She's probably right. Probably, you're probably fine. No, no, you are being creepy. Okay. <laughs> Last time we were in a match, like, Hey, sexy, what's going on? <laughs> and it was weird because it was text and you still had that breezy fucking my you know i, I will say that uh, i gotta agree with clover maybe it's just a small sample size i've been noticing but i haven't seen a lot of discrimination in the community between male and female character i mean uh, people players uh so there's i i like it I, I think it's awesome because it's my whole thing is i don't care what your what you got under your pants i don't care what your skin is are you bringing stuff to the table and if you got good stuff to bring to the table, then I will always have you at the table. I'm glad you don't judge me for wearing boxers. Only if you wore briefs. Then get, <laughs> get the fuck out of my chat. As long as they're never on camera, I'm totally okay with it. That too. No, 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 no. There's a guess. There's a guess. Don't do that. There's a guess. If it's no, just can't handle man, that scared the hell out of you. That was amazing. <laughs> No, pro tip, if you find out someone you're playing with is a lady and you like her, but you know she is involved in a relationship, Keep don't try and get in on that. That's rude. Don't yeah, do that's, that. That's, that's, that. There's a line Rule somewhere. number one. If you're not doing that, you're probably that's fine. That's necessarily <laughs> gaming-wise. I think that's just, you know, like, <laughs> life. Just you like, would hey, think. You meet a female, or if you're a female and you meet a male and find out that they're in a relationship with a significant other, don't be a D-bag. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I just thought that was common 101. But... Right? <laughs> so, going back to one of my favorite sayings in Strange Tales, <laughs> don't be a dick. Yeah. It's a good rule. Mind you, there. I did kind of, that's how Doc and I originally met. I met him. We were hanging out. Then I found out he had a girlfriend. <laughs> and then, and then, and then he, I tried to get, her, get him to break up with her because I wanted to be with uh, I wasn't I mean, very impressed, so I was like, mm, we can hang out a little longer, but you ain't give me much, nothing I haven't already seen. Uh, moving on, please moving but on. But we're all out of subjects for this week. It's all the strange tales well, this week. I think we have uh, at least one more. Yeah, well, we do have a few things that have been happening and a few things that have been kind of stewing in my brain about and I wanted to bring to the three of you. And um, I kind of know how to uh, uh, bring this, but I don't know how to... I part of me doesn't know how to bring it up to everybody and how to how to phrase this, but um, I would start at the beginning. Yeah, I would start by manning up. So here's the thing, <laughs> I I've been pretty vocal about people saying if you got nothing nice to say, if you can't contribute anything to the conversation, then why are you part of this conversation? It's okay to be critical of something, and but also to make sure that you're you're not overstepping, to, to look objectively and to not just go off the spout and just critique critique and then bitch and then moan and then fucking rage for no reason and you know some of this attitude has spilled into to the media but we're not going to go there not with a 30 foot pole we're going to go with i even want you to cut that part out no i'm going to keep that part because <laughs> it, it spills over it really does spill over it spills over beyond our communities into into the mainstream but in this case 
I see a lot of it, especially with MMOs that are recent to come out and never something doesn't meet up your expectations. The vitriol and the, the, the anger just spews forth. And someone wrote it in an article about the, the death of Wildstar. You know, are MMO fans worth saving? Are gamers or, and games worth playing anymore when player attitudes go from these really high and frequent, heavy, fast mood swings of optimistic to cynical and then just to straight evil? So, do you want to start us off commenting on this, Clover? Um, yeah, because this is a nice, easy topic to slide on <laughs> into. <laughs> God. So, I, I'll, I'll be nice, and I like going first anyways, because I'm like awesome. Uh, no, uh, I was going to say, um, I don't necessarily feel that it is uh, MMOs as a whole. I feel that it is the entire community that is anything that involves anonymity. Uh, I mean, the, the, the issue I have is that any sort of, um, community that allows anonymity and now allows you to say and spew out anything that you want and not have any of it come back to you. It just breeds a community of people that uh, are going to say the most vicious and vile things that they can. It doesn't breed a ground a breeding. It is not a breeding ground of peace. It is a breeding ground of people that are going to say something rude and mean and trolly just because they can. Yeah. And anonymous doesn't, always make a difference don't don't read the comments on the wildstar facebook page don't do it no 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 no. it hurts <laughs> yeah I, well and this is the thing is and i've mentioned this in previous comments and it's it's not just wildstar look at the comments on the uh facebook page uh, uh um ads for the new wow game that's coming out it's fucking horrible the new WAM expansion. I just want to be abundantly clear about what. For Draenor, is it really that yeah. bad? I haven't looked. Oh, yeah. There are yeah. some really, really just vile, just, just disgusting shit. things yeah. that and people looking say. looking at it, I'm sitting there going, you know, this is, you guys are the face of our whole hobby. And just your anger to the to the products that you supposedly love and put your money behind or you don't. There's Is it possible to be civil? And you know what? You're right. Anonymity can go a long way into letting you say what you think you want to say or your shock tactic. You're not, you're not fucking Howard Stern. If well, anything, is, you're not, you're not gaining followers to your cause of this is sucks. You're, you're, you're bringing more people to say, well, I don't want to fucking part of this. So this is the person that's, that's supporting it or not. Supporting and I'm, it. I'm like 90% sure that most of the things that people say that are just rude and mean, if you got that person in a room and asked them what their opinion about that game is, they would not be remotely, as rude and obnoxious as they are online. And I mean, I, I, I have admitted previously, I have trolled before. I have been that guy on a product that I was really excited about coming out and they just kept disappointing me after one after another. And I became that guy. I was definitely trolling and I was definitely saying things that were mean and hurtful and, and very bad. And if you were to ask me these questions in person and say, like, why are you upset about this? I'd be like, well, I'm upset that that like I got my hopes up and I didn't get what I was I, I wanted. And I feel I, I'm upset about that. And I and that's very childish of myself to, to say to say something rude and mean to something that someone has spent a tremendous amount of time to put together. And 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 I mean, it, there's got to be hurt feelings just in general. And. 
it's very bad. I mean, there, there's someone even said on the Wildstar forums was like, how does it feel to spend 10 years making a game and then it die before 10 months? Like that, I wasn't even involved in the game. That hurt my feelings. That yeah. Hurt my and, feelings. And right? I just that, heard it now. That's super <laughs> harsh. Um, and I'm going to take the things you guys have said about it and, and kind of come up with an answer to the question. And it all kind of bases around like an unfortunate reality that the internet is kind of not even polarizing. It, it just shields people from being who they really are. It kind of turns them into someone more assertive or more aggressive or more uh, 90% of the time. Maybe that's even too much. 70% of the time, something worse. Um, and because of that, we kind of have to live with what we have. And it, I don't think it's going to change just purely because of the way people's psychology works. When they have this barrier of anonymity, they're not going to go and be polite or be professional. They're going to just spout what they feel and do it in a funny way so that people like them or do it in a funny way so that they can get a laugh or make someone else feel bad to make themselves feel better. Like so many things that people do just because they have this, this wall that wouldn't be there in real life. And because of that, I don't think we're going to get anything different. So we kind of have to accept the communities not just you know any single games community, but just the internet as a whole for what it is, and kind of move on and and deal with what we have. So yeah, as for the the question, are they worth saving or people worth playing with? Yes, absolutely. Because uh, like I said, there are seventy percent of them that do that. And then there's thirty percent of people that are awesome, like the people that listen to our podcast that randomly come on and talk to us and are happy and joyful people, and hey. who are also happy and joyful people on Twitter. Like it's those people exist and trudging through the 70% of people that let the internet take over them to find that 30% totally worth it. Totally worth it. In my opinion. Absolutely. I, I, I mean, I, I couldn't put it better. That's cause I'm pretty fucking cool. <laughs> That's not much. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was a, uh, I, I always kind of like just go back and forth and go like, if this is what, if this is the community I'm part of, is it really worth it? And, and I'm like, sometimes I'm like, no, it's not. And, and you know what? You're right. It, going through the people and finding the worthwhile people, people like Clover, people like Baz, people like Jazzy, people like, um, like, um, see, now that you started the list, uh, you have to keep going for like 10 right? years. People, people like Tony, people like non people like ghost crawler, people like Redbeard. Uh, people like like even even people like Zyback and Trick Two G. I was whatnot. joking about going for that long. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's worth it is it is worth it. It's just so frustrating to see these people who are so vile with, for no reason than just to rub salt in the wound. And it hurts. Like it it's frustrating. I'll admit, but when you find a, a gem, it's a hundred percent worth it. It's just like a coal mine. Like you just dig through all this rock, yeah. this crap. And that you, you, I, I mean, like, honestly, I don't even, I don't even feel that you need to go through the miles of crap. Like I feel that those people that are being rude and obnoxious are people that you could get along with and really like. And I, I'm going to give you an example this week. Uh, I know Krug has seen it and doc probably has seen it, but I had an internet argument this week or this yeah, last week. That was funny. <laughs> And Why so, would you do that? Because he's a troll. He's legitimately uh, <laughs> a troll. He he was a he was a, he's a reformed hard troll, and now he's just a playful troll. Yeah. So okay, so it was people he knew in real life. So it's yeah, it's it was a person that I knew in real life. I decided I was gonna poke fun up at them like a little bit. Like they were complaining because they had no no no. This was oh. uh this was Sean. No, actually. Oh, okay, fine, fine. They don't they don't listen. So fuck them. 
Yeah. Uh, so a friend of ours posted about how they were upset that Destiny's next uh, DLC isn't coming out for Xbox. It's only coming out for PS4. It's not coming and, out for Xbox immediately. Keep going. Yes. Yes. Uh, and so I decided to make fun of him and uh, and I uh, sent a photo where it says Xbox, turn on PlayStation. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, don't bring this console, don't bring console war in, uh, you know, on my Facebook page. Man, people get fiercely loyal. But it's, it's crazy. just supposed to be funny. Yeah, right. So, it was. so I then replied with a photo. Uh, I was like, I don't even, I don't even play, I don't even have an Xbox or a PlayStation. And then I, I sent a picture of like dirty uh, console gamers, and then like a photo of like these Aryan, like long wavy hair and huge burly chests, as saying, saying PC master race. And, <laughs> and he flipped his shit. No, no, no. Sean thought it was hilarious. Someone else got really pissed. <laughs> Someone else got really, really pissed. So I just kept replying in photos. Like I sent one where it was like, my console makes your console's yeah. games. And it was a picture of a PC. That was so funny. <laughs> so like the guy, like me and this guy were just in an argument just over and over again. And so I started off by trolling. You know, I was just goof goofing around. And then he got me sucked in. And then I started actually legitimately arguing with this guy. And then it hit me. The dude was trolling me. And so I was like, fuck. I have to troll the troller who was trolling me. No, I just, no, this can't work. <laughs> he has to go deeper. It's <laughs> trollception. It's trollception. <laughs> And so I, I then started posting. I was like, ah, oh, dude, you got me. At first, I thought you were serious. But then when like the comment that they made was uh, any game that has like more than 20 hours of gameplay is worth my $60. Cause I was talking about like how games should have tons of, uh, of gameplay and like paying 60 bucks should mean something like DLC kind of sucks in that, that sense. And, uh, and so I was like, oh, the second that you said you wanted to pay more money for less game time, that's when I knew you were trolling me. Good job, buddy. And then I sent a photo of, of the troll face just dancing. <laughs> and it just Welcome got worse. Welcome to the internet circum 2001. It just got worse because he kept <laughs> replying back. And all I kept doing is sending photos of trolls. And just, <laughs> I was like, this has to end. There's no way that he's going to have enough like wind in him that he's going to be able to beat troll photos. Like, just it's impossible. And then this 65 is... posts later. That... <laughs> I'm not even joking. That's a 65 post thread. Of just I think Indigo just Indigo likes PVP and... in all what? areas and forms. It's disgusting. Wow. It's disgusting. Uh, well, I'm just saying I won. I wanted I won. to get you guys' opinions on that, and I, I like that we got some <laughs> opinions on it. But there is a legit reason that we got together, the four of us, this week. It actually is because of Clover. And if I'm not mistaken, Clover is a very big housing fan. Yes, I am. Nice. Woo. So what are your thoughts about housing as it currently stands, and what is it about Drop 3 if you had a chance to look at it housing-wise that you are anticipating or you're a little wary of? And... Uh. Are there space taco trucks? And show your work, please. Thank you. <laughs> this is like common core math, okay? I want you to do it backwards, though. Oh, dear God. <laughs> I was just... I, you know, we're not good nope, housing nope, people. Nope, nope, so. nope. We're not expanding this. Go back. <laughs> Go back. 
Clover, you're talking. None of us are going to talk over Clover, all right? Be polite. Okay. I don't want any anyone to think you guys are, like, being jerks and talking over me. I just tend to be a very quiet person, and I sit back and listen, so I do tend to get talked over. You're, you're not being jerks. It's all good. Um, so, yeah. I said no talking. God, if you just let her talk for one fucking second, every time she tries to talk, and they go, you're always like, no talking. Um, so housing, it's a thing, and I do it. Cruz a dick. Um, yes! I love our guests. Welcome to the club. I'm in a club now, yay! I'm, I'm some popular kid on the internet. No, um, housing is actually what got me kind of into the game in the first place, because um, I'm one of those filthy casuals who is out to destroy all your video games. Sorry. Um, I don't raid. I don't care. I like dungeons. I like adventures. It keeps me happy. But when I found out, cool, housing system. I can go out and find things in the world. Like, a, I don't know if it's coming in this drop. I think it is. Um, all the stuff where if you be, you know, Storm Talon, Kelvorth, and all of that, on, uh, you get a gold. You actually get their head or a statue of them that you can put in your house. And I think that's the coolest thing. Like, look at this thing I killed. I put its head on my wall or on a pike outside <laughs> my bar. Cool. I'm super into that. So for someone who doesn't get that much time to play, it really gives me something to invest in. And, you know, I can actually see the work I put into something. And it's not necessarily with gear. For me, it's, you know, cool furniture and plants. <laughs> cool furniture and does your, does your current house have a theme like uh, or anything like that? I'm not sure if it, I would call it a theme, but I decided these houses are cool. And I remember seeing pictures from Beta of people did all these crazy-ass custom houses. And I said, I'm going to do that. So my actual house is the spacious Granok house, but the outside looks nothing like that because I built entirely over it and it looks like a giant cottage. If you were on Entity ex Exile side, uh, you could come and see it. It's actually still kind of semi-decorated for Shades Eve. I found like all the spooky fab kits, uh, Creepy Cave, Webbed Wood, the, um, wow. the big graveyard one. I downgraded my garden so it looked like the little field again, and I put all pumpkins and grimboards <laughs> in it. And That's I made uh, architects can make gravestones and all these other creepy things. I played Creepy Cave way too many freaking times to get uh, cobwebs and the weeping fountain, and I put this candles everywhere. Cool. This is really cool. So you're, let's do start recording again. In here. Oh, I we're we are now. recording. Oh, okay. Wow. Whatever. She's got a legit bathroom in here, like a legit like master bathroom. This is this is badass. No joke. Oh, I have seen your freaking stuff on the forums before. That's me. Yeah. Oh, I like totally the fireplace. Seen. The fireplace looks so baller. If I ever uh, have a fancy house, I want my fireplace to look like that. Uh, we are obviously going to post a link to this in the show notes because we are just babbling to our listeners right now and have no <laughs> idea what that. So uh, there's a lot of care and thought that's gone into every bit of this room, of this house. It's it's very legitimately, legitimately impressive. Yeah. This yes. Is legit. Some people will laugh at me for playing a sub MMO to essentially play The Sims, and I don't give a fuck. Well, you have <laughs> your you spend your time how you want to, and for me, it's always going through story if I can, and then PVPing. For Indigo, it's killing everything that breathes. That is you, not it's... true. That is not true. <laughs> I also like to kill things that don't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> That's also not true because he can't kill me, and I do breathe, so he doesn't. Kill me. <laughs> and Krug spends 
spends his fifteen dollars a month ma- uh, making fun of Indigo, and so yep. you spend your fifteen dollars <laughs> a month and building very a little legitimately impressive architecture work. Have you ever yeah. have you ever thought of applying that to like a real world sense, or just you like the fact that you can go into Wildstar and have this blank palette and do whatever you want? Um, it's probably because I do the whole art thing. Like before I started building this house, I I had a sketched out plan like a huge nerd and just went from there figured out exactly how many materials i needed where i had to farm them all or craft them um yeah my i just finished housing research on architect and now i can start doing more plot stuff it just goes to show you you that uh people that plan ahead get the best results because these results totally show that you put a lot of work into it that's true i'm only 19 19 episodes into a while a podcast i just thought of on the whim and hey here we are Wow. <laughs> so, uh, are you super excited about the additional uh, quantity counts, or are you still like not even close to that number? Because it looks like you've already. My crate is full and my bank is full. I need drop three. I need it. My <laughs> bank is almost full. Oh my god, that's crazy! You can hit eight hundred items really fast. <laughs> Wait, how many items is this? Is this like cap of placed items as well? Um, no, actually, it's not. I probably could add more. Um, I think I'm only at 150 something outside and really only 300 something inside. But I'm also a hoarder and have way too much stuff in my crate (laughs) that I don't want to get rid of. That's where my problem comes in. So So that that 2000 cap is going to be glorious. Do you you (laughs) actually make use of the plugs that you get, like the farming plugs and the uh, activity plugs? Or do you just simply use that blank space to create more stuff? Uh, It's rough. I mean, I like I have the water well plug just because I think it's a nice little aesthetic thing. And obviously you don't have to repair it every week. Um, I'm a survivalist, so I have to have my thicket there because I need my thicket circle, and I just kind of shoved it in the back corner. Garden, I'm probably going to end up moving to an alt plot because once you get to that tier four and it has that giant greenhouse look, it's just so freaking huge compared to everything, and I just don't care for the way it looks. And also, because of this giant, huge house I built... So the way the plug system works, those um, one by two long plugs in the back, they're not all the way up against the edge of the plot. You actually have some space between the plug and the border, which is all well and good unless you built a giant freaking house like I did. And then when you built a bet, I can't speak, a deck on the backside of your house, when you put a plug there, it destroys half your deck, and then you cry for a little while because you didn't realize <laughs> oh, it had moved no. that far. No way. That's not... It that should was... highlight the items or something. That's sad. It, yeah, so, it doesn't quite. <laughs> so I have, like I think, one or two final questions. I'm really curious. Are you an avid RP, or do you do your housing stuff just for your own sense of satisfaction? Uh, it's my own sense of satisfaction, but I am uh, one of the people who was on Evendra. I'm not... I mean, I RP for fun sometimes. I'm not really huge into it. And Evendra had a great community and still does. It's most of the guilds that are left over from Evendra that are doing all of the events on Entity right now. Really? No, yeah, that makes total sense. Like, those people are totally used to getting that huge planning of events going just for their RP events. So it makes total sense that they're doing all the community events now. Yeah, uh, Black Dagger Society, Remnants of Hope, and Skull Kickers were mostly responsible for that Fade Fest event that we had a while back. 
and uh, Veritas, which is the guild I'm in, just did a brief little Shades Eve costume party and contest thing the other day. Cool. That's awesome. I wish I had been there. Hmm. My costume's pretty cool. You guys do work lots. (laughs) Yeah. So um, where can people find you on Entity if they want to go check out your your cottage? Uh, Are you uh, public? Yes, I am public, and my full character name is Clover Fourleaf. That's Clover K-L-V. with a K. Yes. yes. Nice. And you also not only just do your own ha- housing stuff, and I'd love to get pick your brain a little more when Drop 3 and other drops come in if you want to come back and talk to us about the housing stuff, but you also work on a community web magazine, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yes, I do. Uh, Game On Magazine, which already has um, – they have one for WoW. They have one for Smite. And they actually just started one for Wildstar. Issue one is up and available to read. And issue two is currently in the proofreading stage. Nice. nice. And we'll, we'll put the links for those on top of that. And the, I guess, uh, are you an editor on the magazine or are you a contributor to the magazine? Um, I originally signed up to do uh, graphic design and illustration for it. And there is some of my art in the first issue. Uh, everybody proofreads. Just, you know, we're trying to be good at editing each other's work. And... So I accidentally wrote an article about housing, and they really, really liked it, and now they want me to do that every month. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Can you explain how you accidentally write an article? Well, <laughs> like, did you just take your keyboard and go, oops, and then, like, smash your head against your keyboard? Yes, I smashed my face on the keyboard, and Shakespeare came out. Um, it's bound to happen eventually. No, well, because we wanted the first issue, like, so the magazine is sort of geared toward uh, newer players or you know, people who don't know a lot about Wildstar and are just starting to figure it out. So a lot of the issue one stuff is like, this is what the limited action set is, and here's what these classes are like, and very basic bare bones stuff. So experienced players may not get as much out of it. And we were like, well, what else can we add, you know, for people who've been here for a while? And I was like, um, well, I can talk about how to decorate your housing plot for Halloween. And they said, okay, do that. And I did. Uh and then we got a lot of feedback on it and said, well, why don't you do a housing thing every month? And someone said, oh, man, why don't you teach people like, you know, do step by step screenshots of how to build like all this custom stuff that you have in your house. And so people will be learning how to build custom fireplaces this month. Oh, that's actually pretty cool. So it's going to be a series that's like build k lover's house clover's house every time i look wow. at your name i read k lover okay that's how i said your name in my head for the longest time so excuse me because i'm gonna call you that forever uh so well no actually what it is is we're talking to the martha stewart of wildstar um <laughs> no i don't think she likes that one no uh, it's a good thing okay good that's what I was hoping for. I was no, like, I'm, I'm calling the, the housing stuff. Of... It's because of the insider trading, 100%. <laughs> Collusion <laughs> on cred prices. <laughs> oh, no, my secret's out. Um, Shut the kill us all. Run. I'm, I'm making it sort of like, you know, that um this old house series and one of those things like that. So I'm calling it Nexus Better Homes and Plots. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's super awesome. Uh, links to all this will be in the uh, I would call the happy little plots podcast <laughs> notes doobly do where you read all the stuff instead of listening to the things that we talk about. Uh, so I have a few more questions about the magazine. Um, I was really curious about when you guys release. Do you guys have a set release for issue two yet, or uh, not I that you don't... can talk about? <laughs> no, I know you guys are proofreading. I, I said no. no. 
Well, we try to, I guess we're aiming for, you know, the first or second week of each month since we just started it and we're, you know, have just barely enough staff to start doing it because we just started, you know, now what doing you, the best we can. And if you guys were looking for contributors, where could someone uh, email you guys? Uh, or if we, you guys are looking for contributors? I believe we are. I'm pretty sure they were posted uh, in the forums. But if you go to uh, gameonmag.com, I'm pretty sure you can find some links there. Nice. I'm not sure who's officially taking the staff emails, and I don't want somebody's inbox to get slammed that shouldn't. <laughs> it's kind of like how no we one take care of our to the show. <laughs> yeah, someone randomly replies, and then that person is from then on responsible for that interaction. Yeah, that was a weird email chain. I was like, "Wait, who am I talking to now?" Yep, I you always were... sign my emails. Some people you did. I don't. I I intentionally don't to confuse people. I want people <laughs> to think I'm Doc. <laughs> <laughs> There's some hand gestures that you can't see right now for those of you following along at home. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of torn between whether you're going to cut that silence out or intentionally make it twice as long. I, I don't know which way you're going to go with that one. The world may never know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I was wondering if you guys had any other questions for Clover because I know we're getting close to the end of the road here. Yeah, we are. Wow. Yeah, we are. Um, I'm happy. Uh, I, I just want links to stuff. I want to take a look at this this magazine thing. It's pretty cool. Uh, I, took a look, I took a look at it when they put it on the, on the subreddit and I was like, this is – Really well done. It reminds me of early '90s, uh, in a good way, like the EGM or uh, or or like oh god, what are they called? What's uh, one of the other awesome game magazines? But it's a specific one, kind of like OXM, EGM. Uh, god damn it, they're just they're great. It has a great layout to it. It's clean, and it's got a nice, cool DIY feel to it. I I thoroughly enjoy it. Uh, game Pro was another one that thought of. There we go. That hold was on, awesome. hold my, on. Mm-hmm. Krug, did you just say you wanted to see it when I specifically sent both of you the link to this magazine? No, 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 no. no the website. <laughs> I I read the first issue, but I didn't know that there was a website around it. I thought it was hosted on some other service, ah. and I definitely didn't know there was more than one. Uh, and I'm into Smite, so I'm definitely going to go through the Smite ones for sure. Yeah, they've been doing Smite for longer, and they have a lot of good stuff in there. Nice. Yeah, and the okay. the other thing is is that the first page of the magazine actually tells you about uh, them looking for additional people to help out with the with everything. You even got a QR code for extra coolness if you. I don't have one, so I couldn't tell you what's on. But there you go. Anyway, <laughs> it's ridiculous. And so ends another week of strange tales from outer space. Uh, I womp, womp, womp. Yeah. I still don't understand why people listen, but that's just me. Your why? Why can we just next episode? You, you know why they're gonna listen? Because next week we're gonna come back from Carbine and we're gonna tantalize them with all the by not updates. telling oh, them yeah. anything. Exactly. No, stop saying that. We'll tell you whatever <laughs> we're allowed to tell you. We promise. We're not gonna keep anything from you that we don't have. But hey, to. Non's not here anymore, so we have to worry about it. Can we just okay? <laughs> okay. This is this is what's gonna happen. I'm gonna get a Nerf gun and then I'm going to light the Nerf darts on fire and shoot both of you. Every time you say something, you're not supposed to. Okay, can we so, can we do a live podcast all together in one roundtable? <laughs> nope, nope, oh. nope. It's disaster. And we'll, is, and we'll actually have Non's replacement like right there with oh, oh, we gotta ask Tony if we can do a live oh, Strange Tales from. That'd be a disaster. That'd be a disaster. We'd say so amazing. Much stuff we're not supposed to. If, and if they told us and anything, traditional talk fashion. Anything. 
talks about stuff before even remotely thinking about it. Before it's how the coolest ideas happen. <laughs> no, no, that's how the ideas that don't work happen. Do you please look at Clover's house? Look at how much work she put into planning it. Look at how awesome it is, and then check take out. that into your life. And check and out Wildstar Community Magazine issue two should hopefully be coming in November this month. Yes, we are aiming for one issue a month. Nice. Boom. And as for all of us from Strange Tales from Outer Space, this week I am Doc. I have with me Krug. Hi, I'm Krug, and I'm leaving now. Bye. And we have Indigo. Hey, hey. And our awesome guest this week, Clover. Hey, hey. Thank you Thank very, you very much, much. For much. With us. And for everybody else, we hope you guys have a fantastic time wherever you're at, whenever you're at. Bye.